and Live Media Group is here at the DeVos Place in Grand Rapids where we'll be conducting podcasts throughout the entire ESTO conference. First up, Katie McNeil. And our guest on this episode of the podcast, live from Esto, Katie McNeil. How are you, my friend? Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Such <laughs> you, a Nebraskan thing to it, say, right? It is a Nebraskan <laughs> thing to say, which uh, we are excited to talk to you about the amazing state of Nebraska. Specifically, you know, what are you representing today here at Esto? Um, so I'm from Columbus, Nebraska. My husband and I have lived there for about seven years. Um, so I'm a transplant from the East Coast. So when I come to a community, I'm looking to, to get involved and um, find things to do and be able to tell other people things that they can do too. So it's kind of, I'm here representing Something Good Columbus. And so, you know, the tagline is Something Good and we're going to jump into that. But before we even get there, uh, right before we started talking, you let us know about this amazing fact about your uh, your career in Nebraska started eight and a half seconds before a global pandemic. Can you can you talk yeah. about what, what that, that was like? Legitimately, it was March 2nd of 2020. <laughs> we had just gotten back from a vacation like a destination wedding and that was pretty much the end of our travel for a long time um so it's like welcome aboard here's the pandemic and so and, it and pivot so, was my word got it yeah and so for yeah. you like coming into this what was that like for you right you come back from a, a glorious wedding you've got 10 days before the whole planet shuts down and then you've still got to figure out how to do what you do how to do tourism yes it, when exactly. nothing is when you're toured. we're not touring yes. yeah that was tricky um so we did a lot of like community scavenger hunts so i guess i should say columbus is a community of about twenty three thousand. um so we're not huge by any means our county has 34 ish thousand people um so there's a lot of space so we're lucky in that aspect we have a lot of farming there's a lot of um Parks. We have 26 parks in Columbus oh, wow. that people can get out and enjoy, playgrounds, live music still safely, all of those things. So what I did was something called corn theme days. I love and it. So, I mean, I was in a position I needed to get to know like a lot more of the business community. Um, so I reached out to a few people thinking that this would be like a week. Um, I ended up doing 48 days of Facebook Live. Uh, so what I did was they would donate something. I would come up with a theme for that day. People could post memes or things related to that theme. And then I would do a Facebook Live drawing where that business could talk about what they're doing to keep people safe, how they can shop even though the storefronts close, like online or teleshopping. They set up private fashion shows some of the businesses did. So Fine. like you could literally go in and you had the whole store to yourself. It was like pretty woman. And, <laughs> and then they would steam all the clothes and sanitize them once you've tried them on. I mean, we really worked hard to promote that shop local. We had the best uh, local sales tax year in a long time. And actually our tourism budget did okay. We had a lot of construction. Um, so we got a new hotel, we got some new boutiques, some new restaurants opened. Um, they just took that leap of faith and we did gift card days where people were encouraged to go buy their, um, their coworkers a gift card. I mean, that went a long way. We did like uh, takeout Tuesdays, so you could go order curbside pickup, things like that. So we have a really great local support system. So what is, what's, what's it like now? And I, I asked that with, 
kind of the context that we have seen in the United States, 10 million Americans mm -hmm. figured out that there's a thing called camping, right? And so they like <laughs> poured out into the wilderness and like bought tents and things like that. Are you guys mm -hmm. seeing that same sort of vibe in Nebraska? Because in the UP mm -hmm. here, we are seeing a flood oh, yeah. of humans that are like, what is, what is a waterfall? I had no <laughs> idea, right? You know, um, we see a lot of that. We've actually had three campgrounds um, that opened up, actually oh, wow. two that opened. Um, one's called Riverland Campgrounds, and they have, they're like right on the river. Um, so they've got cabins and a lodge, and it's just gorgeous. Um, one of our smaller communities, Platte Center, just opened another campground. Um, so it's pretty, I mean, it's common now more so. We get a lot of campers traveling through. So I don't know if you know this, but Columbus is legitimately the crossroads of the United States. Yes, yeah. So like dead center east to west, you find Columbus, Nebraska. Um, so there's a lot of people traveling that US 30, that Lincoln Highway and Byway. So that was cool. We get a lot of people doing um, Highway 81 for 81 years of living or like just celebrating little milestones like that so I mean there's been a lot of road tripping um, but again Columbus is still growing we have a Caesars Harris casino coming in because oh, gambling wow. was legalized yeah. last year in Nebraska um, we have a cultural arts center including a children's museum state-of-the-art library coming in um, we have stock car races and horse races I mean, Columbus is really fun. The question we're asking everybody is if we've never been there before, we're mm -hmm. coming to Columbus and we're staying for, let's say, you know, two nights. Okay. What, you know, what are the things that we absolutely have to check out? Okay. And, you know, in what order maybe if there's a spe <laughs> specific order, right? Um, I don't know that there's a specific order, but we have a, a lot of live music, actually. So, like, on Thursday night, this last Thursday, for example, we had live music in the park. We had downtown. We had live music at Shenanigans Bar and Misex Bar, and we had the Balmer Brothers from Nashville. I mean, so we have a lot of live music. So I would say that's a, a top thing to do. Glur's Tavern. Um, Glur's is the oldest tavern west of the Mississippi. Wow. Um, so Buffalo Bill Cody um, used to come through Columbus too. So I would say stop into Glur's for a famous burger and their Glur's fries, which are like homemade thick cut potato chips. They're fabulous. Yum. Um, and if it's summer, the Pawnee Plunge. We have one of the top water parks in Nebraska. Um, so, I mean, it's open during the summer, mostly from like May. I think they just extended to August 14th. Um, spend a whole day, splash and play at the plunge. So yeah. the, the other question I like to ask, though, is for somebody who's lived there for a mm -hmm. minute, right? There's those kind of pro tips that you don't pick up if you just show up the first mm -hmm. time. You know, if I've been to Nebraska before, I've been to where, you know, what or if part you're a resident that says there's nothing to do yeah, here, you know? Yes, exactly. Any, anybody that kind of falls in that category, what's your, what's your thing that you're like, Oh, have you seen this? Because it's either my favorite thing to see, go do taste, feel, whatever. Um, so my first pro tip is to get our app. We have a something good app. It's that's literally what it's called in the, the app store. Um, and it's for all of Platte County. So you'll learn about the nuke that was accidentally dropped in one of our communities. You'll St. <laughs> Michael's Cathedral. I mean, you'll learn about, we have the Andrew Jackson Higgins National Memorial. So he came up with the idea of those flat bottom boats. And, you know, he's touted as the man who won the war um, by the presidents. And so, I mean, 
we have sand from all the beaches that that uh, boat was used in. So I would say the app is a good place to start to see what else we have. We're also kind of weird. We have three golf courses for that town of 23,000. Two municipal and one private course. So we have great golfing. We're in 2022 heading into 23. Things feel like maybe not normal because we're not going to go back to normal but they feel new like normalish you know we we're, we're in the uh, next chapter what is what's the what is the climate what do the people there feel like you know if you if you live under this umbrella of something good i would imagine kind of there's that vibe in mm-hmm. platte county is that what i will feel like talk to me about how the people there feel coming out of this and going into what's next well i would say in general we have a reputation of nebraska nice Um, So everyone is super welcoming. So if you come to Columbus, Nebraska, you can stop into any business. You can stop someone on the street and they'll give you instructions, directions, whatever you're asking for. Um, Most people are pretty knowledgeable about that. But there's... um, there's an attitude of there's more good coming. We're in a, a transition. We're doing um, a call for public art. So we're putting a lot of emphasis on arts and culture. We just got three new murals in the last three weeks. Wow. Um, that went up. I know. So there's we're trying to get a arts and culture district for our downtown Columbus area. Um, there's just a, a really good um, attitude about the future of Columbus. Now, the hard part about that is we can't keep up with the amount of houses that we need to bring in because we have a 1% unemployment rate. What that boils down to is like 185 to 200 people in Platte County that don't have a job. And so we have a lot of manufacturing um, Becton Dickinson, we're home to them. Uh, Balin Country's national, international headquarters are in Columbus. Vache Dale, they make chips for your cars and your computers and everything. So uh, we make car seats in town. I mean, you name it, we probably manufacture it. Um, but to keep those lines going, and we hear about supply chain shortage all the time, we need people to move there, but we have to have housing for them. So we're in that transition stage where we're trying to work on a lot more um, housing initiatives. So getting some of the the older generation to move out of their homes where they had six or seven kids and it's just grandma and grandpa in there now. And so moving them in and those are realistically the first time home buyers that are going to want a home like that. You know, for me, we were a first time home buyer when we were in um, Columbus initially and we were very lucky with what we were able to pay for our home. But now that home's value has gone up almost $100,000. Yeah, right. Wow. Yeah. And and so a new home, you're looking at like three hundred to $400,000 to build new. And that's not realistic. So we're at a pivotal point um, for those types of things. But as far as the, the culture of Columbus and Platte County, um, I'd say there's definitely more good to come. Now, Katie, is there a, um, a dream project of yours, something that you would love to see happen that just ha- hasn't happened yet or the timing's not right or the infrastructure or whatever? But is there like, do you have like, a, not a dream book Things necessarily, but I like, do you have a, like a thing that you would love to be your legacy when you kind of move on to whatever's next? Gosh, legacy. Um, no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a, a group in town that we have called Centro Hispano, and we have a fairly large Hispanic um, culture in our community because of the manufacturing and the farming and things like that. Um, they are working on creating a first of its kind in the United States welcoming and belonging center. 
So whether you are a visitor, you're a local, you're a resident, sorry, those are kind of the same sure, thing, yeah, yeah, yep. or you're um, an immigrant, that you belong there. Um, so that is really cool. So we'll be able to welcome anyone through those front doors. Our visitor center, the Visitors Bureau, after over 20 years, we just added a new staff this last week. She's on her own this next week. Um, <laughs> In marketing and communications, uh, we have a 250,000 square foot field house being built right now. So I'd say legacy wise, I'm doing all right. Yeah. Um, th things are going really well for us. I would like to see uh, more indoor recreation. Like I want rock climbing walls. Um, we need like go-karting and things like that. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I think that that's really what we're missing. And I think with Harrah's and Caesars coming in, we'll have a lot more live music. Um, we'll get some more hotels. My entire budget, I don't know if you know this about Nebraska, is built on lodging tax. Got it. Yep. Um, so we collect a 4% lodging tax. And so 2% of that goes into improvement grants. So it's for creating, developing, and enhancing visitor attractions. Um, so I get to see a lot of those fun projects coming through for things like that. That's awesome. So to keep that healthy, to keep growing, to make Columbus and Platte County better for future generations, I guess, is my legacy. And so we are here at ASTO, right? It's an mm -hmm. education conference on tourism. And so what are you here for? Like, do you have a specific thing that you want to kind of dive into or like what, what excites you about the next couple days? Just learning the caliber of learning from the, the people that are coming here, whether it's the attendees or the sponsors or the exhibitors. I just, I think there's a level of learning that you find at ESTO that you can't find in necessarily your home state because it's not fiscally responsible to pay those people to come to certain things. Um, so I am here wide-eyed, ready to learn. Last year I attended in LA and I was like, holy buckets. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much. And so, I mean, I, I didn't know anyone last year. I kind of came by myself, sat back and watched and learned. Pivot was the word of last year, too, and recovery. Um, but I'm, I was charged by some of our locals to, to take pictures of the community. And, you know, Grand Rapids is beautiful. It's very clean. Even my, my Lyft driver from the airport last night was like, people are always amazed at how clean our city is. And so I'm looking at everything from the pride that people take and where they live, um, the beautification efforts that have made in flower box and streetlights and signage and things like that um, to the, the convention space. You probably saw me taking pictures as I was coming up <laughs> because I, I want to learn. I want to take back those ideas. Otherwise, it's not worth paying for me to be here. Sure. You know, I just and I'm new enough in my career. It's been like two and a half years and one of those one and a half <laughs> actually of those was pandemics. So I just have a lot to learn. Katie McNeil, thank you so much for the time. Thank you. It was nice to meet you, Eric and Paige. And